We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Thursday morning, getting ever closer to the Eagles and the Giants as we broadcast today from uh, Parks Casino, the beautiful... Parks Casino Sportsbook here in uh, in Ben Salem, and wonderful to be with you again. Look, obviously the week is heating up. I mean, I don't need to tell you. We're getting close. Uh, to the point where I'll say I felt this morning a sense of uh, combination of excitement and nerves. And honestly, more excitement, because I do expect the Eagles to beat the Giants. But, you know, it does get a little nerve-wracking. I mean, you know, it could be a crash and burn. That would be tremendously unfortunate. But Eagles-Giants in two days, we'll talk all about it today. Sixers and Flyers both back at it tonight. Also today, big baseball day for us here. Uh, Dave Dombrowski is going to be on the show. So obviously the Phils with a lot of moves this offseason. The Bryce Harper situation, uh, the Trey Turner acquisition. We'll talk to Dave Dombrowski, Phils president of baseball operations today at noon. All of it with you as well on the phone lines, 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hello, Joe. Hey, John. Orlando Bloom, very famous actor, yeah. has swinophobia. Which wow. is fear of pigs? A fear of pigs. Get out of here! Apparently, a pig got loose on the set of Kingdom of Heaven, and he fled the set, ran, <laughs> fearing. Oh my God! For himself, his safety. Did he think they were more dangerous than <laughs> they are? Because I mean, that could explain it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do I don't you think know. they run faster and hit harder than they do. He has not spoken publicly wow, about his weird. fear of swine, but uh, he is definitely showing signs that that he's incredibly afraid wow. of them all right well they're smart animals an interesting factoid out of the gate um i'll give you another factoid and it's one that i more don't like than like there's an aspect of it that i like but that's only because i'm trying to find a way to get there i i don't like john and i find it disrespectful and outrageous that within the nfc you take the four teams that remain the eagles are an underdog to win the super bowl comparative to the san francisco 49ers now, obviously, it's nice to put on that underdog hat. Dare I call it a, a you know, a, it was, what was it, a ski mask in 2018 and a, and a dog mask in 2017 and, and kind of rev up the disrespect train and try to tap into that and create some extra energy and enthusiasm and momentum based on, you know, hey, we're disrespected, and, th- and that can help. But I just find it fundamentally, John, I mean, you think about it, you know, the playoffs have already – we saw 12 teams play last week. Six were eliminated, six advanced, eight teams remain. Eagles are about to jump into the fight. First game's against the Giants. San Francisco probably looms in the conference title game. Not definitely, but probably. And I just find it outrageous that after all the Eagles accomplished, 14-3 and three in the regular season, 21 of the Eagles' 22 starters, by the way, are going to play in this game. 
Now, Lane is probably the only player with an existing injury that might have to leave the game due to injury. But, you know, you got 21 of the 22 dudes out there. I mean, the, you know, you think about the fact that the Birds have home field advantage. You think yeah. about the fact that the Eagles get to play the Giants, whereas San Fran has to play Dallas. And I do think Dallas is better than the Giants. And then when you consider yeah. that you got Jalen Hurts not only back and not only five weeks removed from the injury, but a full participant in practice who is now no longer even on the injury report. I, look, I, I want to hear from everyone around. at 215-592-9494. I mean, someone explain to me how in the world are the Eagles an underdog in San Francisco to win it all? John, They're talk not. to me. They're not. In my mind, this is overblown. This is something that, that's born out of uh, the 49ers have won 10 games in a row. We've talked about the level of difficulty uh, of those games. You know, not always world beaters uh, on their schedule. I am very encouraged by the fact that this Eagles team is incredibly rested. Uh, the, the first round by, you cannot underestimate how important that is this time of year. And the 49ers, they play a physical brand of football. People seem to forget that that works both ways. People say, hey, after the 49ers, you know, teams are beat up. It's hard to recover. But they're putting their bodies in peril, just like they're putting their opponents' bodies in peril. And they just played a game against the Seahawks where I saw them go in at halftime behind the Seahawks. The yeah, seventh seed. That was incredible. The, the Seahawks, to their credit, they played well. The 49ers did not look like a team that should be favored over our Eagles, who are more rested, who are healthier than they've been in a long time. And, geez, Brock Purdy, it's a great story, yeah. but he is a rookie. We saw what, to our chagrin, what a young quarterback can look like when it really does matter. And the speed of the game picks up so incredibly in the postseason. I think Brock Purdy has he, – he has done I, – I mean, he has exceeded expectations, no question about it. But he's still a first-year player, a seventh-round first-year player. Jonathan Gannon doesn't like to throw the kitchen sink at people, but just simple things like, like stemming before the snap, rotating safeties. Brock Purdy is not well-equipped to deal with that sort of thing because he hasn't seen that sort of thing the sa- at the, with the with – the frequency that most quarterbacks but John, have. I, John, I he hear you, but, but look, let me ask you a question. Is this the nation not believing in Jalen Hurts? Like, here, here's, and again, I want to find out from everyone at 215-592-9494. I mean, first off, fundamentally, what is your reaction to the fact that the Eagles are the underdog to win the Super Bowl comparative to San Francisco? By the way, if you haven't seen sort of how it sizes up, and, and I'll just I'll, I'll detail this right now, the, the, the bottom line is the way it sizes up is a situation where to win the Super Bowl right now, best odds are Kansas City. They're plus 300. Then come the Bills. They're plus 330. Then come San Francisco. The Bills The Bills did not play like a team that should be no, Josh Allen didn't. the second best odds. No. San Fran is third at plus 450, and the Eagles are fourth at plus 500. Then Cincy, then Dallas, and obviously the two teams that have by far the, the worst chance, the Giants and the Jags, you know, trail deep after that. But here's the deal. Again, I want to find out from everyone, 215-592-9494, what's your reaction? But also, what's your explanation? I mean, the only explanation I can come up with that is 
reasonable, and again, I think it's the wrong call, but reasonable, is San Francisco's won 11 in a row. I mean, that's unbelievable. But, John, does do they not – does the nation think Brock Purdy's close to Jalen Hurts? Like, I, I don't – Yeah. Does the nation think – They must. The Eagles having a game at home isn't a big deal? Because I'll tell you this, it was a very the big nation deal has in, forgotten. in 2017 when the Eagles won – No, look. The you, nation has forgotten how good the Eagles are. Just like we – have sort of lost track of how dominant we were all year long. We are hurt by the fact that we haven't, pl- we, truth be told, we haven't even tried to play the way we uh, we did for the first, you know, half of the season, three quarters of the season because of like varying circumstances, you know, trying to, to rest guys, trying to not put much out there on tape. I, th- that, that is a factor here. The Eagles have not looked the way we know they can play. No, they haven't. I expect when the postseason finally arrives for us, we will return to the, the greatness that we showed because every, there, there's no one who's, who's going to be flat. There's no one, you know, coaches and players alike. This team will be at, at as close to full strength as we've seen, and they will be ready. They'll be grooved in. They'll be locked in. We're a better team than the 49ers, and we proved that all year long until the last month, and that's the recency bias. People are saying, what a great story, the 49ers. What a great coach on both sides of the ball with Kyle Shanahan and and D'Amico Ryan. Uh, They they both uh, have done a nice job, but they've got, you know, they've got a nice roster. We've got a better roster, and we were the better team. By the way, when you say, John, it's as clear as this, the Eagles have a better roster, essentially. Because they have a much better quarterback, right? It's a huge, I mean, John, huge you, difference. You think about it, def- defensively they're close. You can make a strong case San Francisco stronger. They probably are defensively. And while the Eagles have great skill position players on offense, so do the Niners. Tight ends are both great. Both have great wide receivers. The 49ers are the best defense in the NFL. Fine. I'm, I'm, we yeah. are the second best defense in the NFL. When you net, all, but at, Hertz, net out all but the Hertz stats. But Hurts is way better than Brock Purdy. Yeah, that's that's a major Look, factor. Let's go to the and phones. he's unstoppable, and he's going to be right. People forget what he looks like when he's right. Well, I want to hear from everyone at 215-592-9494. I mean, this is a day, you know, Seltzer might have to play the, uh, you know, the underdog. Uh, the dogs are going to be barking. They were barking five years ago. Remember this. Five years ago, this exact same time, the Thursday before a Saturday night game in the divisional round in which the Eagles had the prior weekend off because they had earned the bye. They had earned the one seed. I mean, it's the exact same set of circumstances in that regard. The Eagles were an underdog. By the way, they were an underdog to Atlanta in that first game, which, of course, is not the case this time. But they were an underdog from within their own conference. They were an underdog the next week versus Minnesota. They happened to be also an underdog against New England. Um, I mean, they were an under, under, underdog. This team is not as undervalued as that team, and rightfully so, because it's not like they just had to switch quarterbacks. I mean, for the playoffs, that is. But, you know, there is a, a, a really fascinating similarity that after a remarkable regular season, here we are again, to see a one-seed Eagles team about to take the field in the divisional round for their first playoff game, well-rested, and an underdog from within their own conference to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, crank it up today. Look, 215-592-9494, we want your reaction to that fact that the Eagles are an underdog compared to the San Fran to win it all. 
What do you make of that? Is it national disrespect for the Eagles? And if so, why? Plus, we certainly don't want to lose sight of the Eagles and Giants. I mean, fundamentally, that is what is directly in front of us. The Eagles, the Giants, Saturday night. So, obviously, that's on the table as well. All right, from Parks Casino, let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Neil in North Jersey kicks us off this morning. Good morning, Neil. Gentlemen, long time no speak. Thanks for taking my calls. Always good hearing from you, Neil. Always good hearing from you, pal. Thank you. A couple things. So, I think the reason is twofold. One, if you look at the end of the season, we lost to the you know, Cowboys 40-34. We lost to the Saints. And we had trouble beating a bunch of third stringers in Philadelphia 22-16. And as you said, San Francisco went into the season, uh, is going into the postseason having won 11 in a row. So I think the optics of a, of a strong 11-game winning streak on the Niners and the last three games of our season looking suspect, I think that's why we're probably getting some of the national disrespect just because of the way the end of the season folded out. And we always talk about in professional football the importance of momentum going into the playoffs. And I think that's the main reason why you're seeing some of this disrespect or lack of the Eagles being taken seriously uh, as a major contender. I think that is at the essence what it boils down to, is how the season ended for both teams and the perceived momentum going into the playoffs. Well, I, I, think, I think you're right. What's interesting about that, Neil, is, you know, in 04, the Eagles lost two games in a row. I'll call it on purpose. I mean, they tried to win the games with backups, but they, they didn't try to win the game because they played backups. Uh, similar to 2017, the Eagles basically tanked you know, week, se- week 17. Um, right. Obviously, those two teams, you know, hit the ground running in the playoffs and, and at least got to the Super Bowl and in one case won the Super Bowl. I agree with you. How the season ended is obviously a major factor in why San Francisco has jumped the Eagles from an odd standpoint. And if you look now, I mean, I mean, listen, the, 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 the thing that Brian, just take the Giants, the, the thing, the, the, the gift or the, the thing that Brian Dable has done is convince everybody that he has a, a big-time NFL quarterback by hiding his weaknesses you know, even though they only have a running game and nobody to throw to. I mean, so, you know, we go into this game, we should win this game with, with the Giants. We should win this, I think, you know, 10 to 14 points, you know, at 27-14. I think this is a game we should win. The reason, I mean, look, the, the 49ers themselves are the most schematically difficult team to predict because they can pound you on the, on the ground. They can spread you out. They scheme players open. They got receivers, you know, big yak guys like Debo Samuel. I mean, they are schematically built to do just about anything they want at any time, and there's no predicting what happens when they exit that huddle, and they have a big, you know, number one ranked defense. Um, but when you're the number one seed, you have earned the right to be favored as a uh, in the playoffs. I mean, we should be probably, I mean, uh, you know, a one or two point favorite against the Niners. Yeah, I mean, That's here's the, the deal, Neil. It's not always. The, I'll say this, and you'll appreciate the call. So, John, taking last year as an example, and I don't remember where the odds were when the playoffs began, but I would personally find it hard to believe that from the AFC, Tennessee, who was the one seed, was the favorite last year entering this divisional round. Like, if I, last year, if I had put myself back in this spot 52 weeks ago, I would have told you Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, even though they weren't the one seed, should be the favorite. And, yes. and, and of course, Tennessee did not get to the Super Bowl. Tennessee, By the way, easier division. Yeah. And by we, the way, ten- we were in the best division in the NFL this season. And we still had the best record no, really, in the NFL this season. Right. It's 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 apples and oranges. We we are the most. We showed. We proved this year that we were the team that that every team wanted their quarterback to play like our quarterback, and no one had answers for what we were doing. 
It's incredible. It's incredible the way things have fallen off uh, from just a, a perception standpoint. In perception, yeah. No, you're right. Let's talk to Jonah right now. Jonah, you're on WIP. Fellas, good morning. I, I think two things can be true at the same time. One, the Eagles have been dominant, and we've enjoyed that. But I think this season has also lacked kind of the signature win. Yeah. If you look back to 2017, you had the 61-yard field goal winning in Los Angeles, the Chargers. And then that game, though, even though Wentz went down, yeah. winning in Los Angeles, that was the signature win. If we had won in Dallas this year, that would have been a signature win. But I don't think there's a season-defining win. It certainly wasn't in Indianapolis. Well, I agree with you. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, there's no question about that. And to that point, I guess maybe the nation views the Eagles maybe as regular season, uh, you know, paper champs, not not real. Uh, you know, maybe. I mean, there's no doubt that this season lacked that, and maybe that plays into why they're perceived but that's, the way they are. But part of that is we were so dominant, it didn't feel like the end result was – ever really in question well, for a lot of these games that, yeah. again our division was the best in the nfl in terms of like they went out and beat all those teams from the other divisions when they matched up you know the, the nfc east was really good yeah and and we made mincemeat out of uh, those those teams when we played them and because we're right so effective and jonah unfortunately when there was a game that would have been a signature win had they grabbed it at Dallas, not only did they lose, but they specifically did not have Jalen Hurts, which is a huge part of why they lost. So you sort of had the absence of being able to, you know, let's say more reasonably do it. That's true. But on the other hand, Jalen Hurts doesn't play defense. So, you know, those are opportunities where we could have seen even Gannon. You're, you're up against a high-powered offense. And if you look at some of the closest games – I mean, Chicago, Indianapolis, right. when we were in Houston, those, yeah, okay. We, I said, Joe, let me ask you a question. I'm curious, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I'm just curious. What's your answer to this question? Who do you think should be favored from the conference, the Eagles or the 49ers? Keep it real. Keep it real. What's your answer? Who do I, you really believe? I, I want to believe the Eagles, but I need to see them win this week. I really do. I really do. And I want to see a dominating performance, the kind of performance that they had in the Meadowlands. But don't you have faith that think... you'll see that? Uh, it sounds like well, you're, no, you're he, doubting, he, yeah, he, he doubts. You're doubting yeah, he doubts. even the outcome of this game against the Giants team. That we are, <laughs> we are head and shoulders better than this Giants team. I, I am not worried about this game. I am very confident about the outcome of the next game. And by the way, that, that 49ers team that, that has better odds than we do to win the Super Bowl, they're going to have their hands full with yeah, Dallas. that's no gimme. I mean, I'm not saying the Eagles versus the Giants is a gimme, but it's a lot closer to I a gimme. I think it is a gimme. Well, I don't think it's a we gimme. We are so much better than the Giants. And they, they're, again, they're a great story. They've got a coach who turned things around, and they've got a young quarterback who is playing much better than, than what he did. But look at what our court, so is our quarterback. I mean, hand hand over fist, playing better than what he did. 
so much so that he was the best player in the NFL this season. Right, right. Well, no, what I you're talking you, about adds to this. It makes it even stranger, the fact that the Niners are only a three-point favorite at home against Dallas and the Eagles seven-and-a-half at home yeah. against the Giants. The, the Gi Eagles clearly favored more likely to win their game this week, yeah. and yet the Niners are still favored over them. Yeah, it, it seems illogical, James. I mean, it and, and part, part of what the oddsmakers are telling is Dallas is a lot better than the Giants, which they probably are, but – it, that's a strange thing, man. 215-592-9494. We had to give away today a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Sports Writers Association 118th Annual Awards Banquet, which is happening on Monday at the Doubletree by Hilton on Route 70 in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. The banquet is open to the public. Uh, it's going to be a great night. Great, great night. Phillies are being honored as the team of the year, which is interesting, of course, when you consider the Eagles might win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Coming from, you know, 2022. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> it, about it that. It is what it is. Um, obviously, the Phil's run was spectacular. By the way, Dave Dombrowski on our show today at noon. Banquet open to the public. Uh, tickets are available. The The website is phillysportswriters.com. phillysportswriters.com. Al Morgani is going to be honored that night, as he should be, with a special achievement award. Uh, I'm going on Monday. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I've only been in this banquet one time. But it's really, really cool, and it's got incredible history. I mean, John, I remember when I was there a few years ago. Angela was honored a couple of years ago. And uh, during the banquet, um, they talked about how, uh, like, Babe Ruth has attended that banquet, and Ty Cobb has attended this same, you know, banquet, 118 years. So wow. it'll be a great night Monday night. Great night. And I, and I know a lot of, you know, local uh, dignitaries will be there, you know, Jay Wright and, and a whole bunch of people. Um, so as we look to give away those tickets today, uh, Got to have some fun and a little bit of Richie's expense here out of the gate. Um, so Junior Seau, of course, was one of the great linebackers of all time and very sad, passed away you know, a few years back. But this would have been Junior Seau's birthday today. And he was such an amazing – by the way, had a great postseason run in 94. You might remember he played the uh, yes. Steelers. And I think it was something like 25 or 26 tackles in a game against Pittsburgh. It was, it was one of the great defensive games I've ever seen a player play. And in John's life, you know, John, in, in his earlier For life. For five years, I had to play him <laughs> twice a year. Right. And sometimes John would and just. He, <laughs> just he, was, he was my main target. That's brutal, man. I, Played I, a lot of weak side linebacker. We ran a lot of isos on that side. I was brutal. blocking him in the run game, trying to pick him up in pass protection. Yeah. So it, there, so it wasn't fair. So there's one time. There's one time. I mean, there's a lot of times saying y'all got John. Of course, John got sale sometimes. But one time, say I got John so bad that um, in the old days, I guess you could almost say it went viral. I mean, it was before the Internet, or, <laughs> or, or at least before it, things would go viral. But, John, the story of this picture is what again? Rich uh, trying to check it down to me. The throw was high. I went up for the ball. Junior came in and just absolutely clocked me while I was in midair. My body was parallel to the ground, <laughs> you know, way off the ground. He, I, I mean, it, I couldn't chew right for a month because my jaw was wow. so sore. Wow. That picture, not only was it on the, the, like the cover of the program when we went down and played in San Diego later that season, it was the cover of the San Diego phone book. <laughs> People in San Diego were sending me that cover. Millions of San Diegans oh reliving that photo. And when I was at NFL, the NFL Films yep. headquarters, 
there was a life-size mural wow. of this photo Wow, where I was getting clocked. So, look, Junior Sal was an amazing player. Obviously, blasted a lot of dudes, including John. And, and so we'll ask this question <laughs> today as we look to give away the pair of tickets to the Sports Writers Banquet. Who or what blasts people? Blast it, currently blast. Now, a lot of ways to go. Obviously, in the world of sports, you get your big collisions, right? I mean, you get your really big collisions. But you have other ways in, in life you can, you, know, you can really blast somebody. Uh, best answer by the end of the show, a person's going to win the, the tickets to the sports writers banquet. Like as a, for instance, John, I'll give you someone who blasts people and I don't like his style, but he does blast a lot of people. I mean, every day, Skip Bayless blasts people. I mean, to the point yeah. where he literally calls Russell Westbrook. I mean, to, he won't call him Russell Westbrook. He'll call him Russell Westbrook. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, he's not wrong, by the way. Yeah. Um, all right, best answer, but like, John, who, who or what blast people? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the football theme. Uh, one of, I think, the funniest movies I've ever seen, and I can't contain my laughter when I watch Bobby Boucher yeah, yep. go out there and destroy everyone while screaming uh, every step of the way. Yeah, it's great. Seltzer, who blasts someone? So this is one that uh, I'm, I'm not going to take a haymaker because I want to see where this goes today, but this is one that Richie will understand and I will understand, and anyone who's followed Joe DeCamero in the studio or been in the studio with him will understand. If you put on Joe DeCamera's headphones, they will oh. blast your eardrums out in a way no that you— No kidding. Like you, it's unbelievable. I can't I'm worried about it. I know, man, He's I know. He's deafening himself. They blast you. I'll be all right. Turn it down. I'll be all right. Two one, but you're not wrong. By I'm the not way. wrong. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right. So the Eagles, the underdog thing. Why again? Can you make any sense of it? Uh, plus, who or what blasts someone? Dave Dombrowski at noon. Busy show, big show. As we broadcast from Parks Casino, Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Joint mobility is vital to people of all ages and activity levels. When injury or age affects your joints, the right decisions can keep you on the move. The Cooper Joint Replacement Team ensures that you receive the utmost care from pre-surgery education through rehabilitation. Their experts offer innovative techniques like computer-aided surgical interventions to allow for better patient results. Thanks to those innovative procedures and advanced technologies, outcomes have never been more promising. Your options have never been greater, and recovery times have never been shorter. Don't live with needless pain and discomfort any longer. Cooper is the leading academic medical center in our region. So if joint pain is holding you back, make an appointment with one of their joint replacement experts today. Call 856-536-1208 or visit cooperhealth.org slash joint replacement. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.